When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to Jets' fifth quarter coverage. For more locker room reaction, subscribe to the 98.7 ESPN New York Jets podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And keep listening to the home of Jets football, 98.7 ESPN. All right, one injury real quick, guys. George Fan is uh, dealing with an ankle. Uh, we'll figure out more tomorrow. Coach, can you talk overall about the performance of your team, in particular the offense, Mike White, Michael Carter? Yeah, the, the offense was outstanding. Um, obviously, I think it racked up over 500 yards of offense. Uh, a lot of opportunities. Moved the ball on a really, really, really good defense. Uh, created explosive plays. Mike White was poised. Uh, took what the defense gave him, but also took shots when he had, he had to. Uh, Mike uh, Michael Carter was hard to tackle. Just all the way across the board. Just the protection, the run blocking, the route running. Uh, it was awesome. Robert, you guys last week suffered that one. I mean, how are you able to bounce back in this way? You know, it's uh, the, the the best way I can explain this, Connor, and, and this is really for all y'all. You know, you you can go look back at some of those press conferences from the from the beginning of the uh, from training camp, right? Uh, we talked about this football team being young, and there's going to be days where we look like we should be a playoff team contending for a Super Bowl championship, championship, and then there's going to be days where we don't look like we belong on a football field. That's youth. That's this young team. That's what's growing, and. Uh, and it's it's a really cool group of guys that we have, and they're they're get, they're going to get better. They're going to get better every single week, and this is going to be a group that that can go that can do something. But at the same time, is it is it the roller coaster ride we've been talking about since training camp? Absolutely. Is this something to build off? Heck yeah! And it's, we we beat a really good football team today. Right. We talked about offseason, but could you even envision a performance like this today from 405 yards? Yeah. Why not? Because. No. Yeah. I think Mike. Mike. Mike proved it. He's. Uh, uh, I know sometimes from the outside looking in, uh, you know, the decisions that scouts and coaches make can, can seem like it's crazy, right? But uh, but we get to see these guys every day. We get to see these guys operate. We've been blessed uh, to be around some of the great players in this league. And Mike. Mike is. Mike is fantastic. He's poised. He's showing it all throughout camp. All throughout OTAs. That he deserves to be, he deserves to be one of those guys, and uh, and obviously he showed it today. You, uh, yeah. What were your thoughts on the sideline when you started to hear? Yeah. Okay. Enough. Yeah. Guys in the back. Jesus. Like I said, I, I imagine that you guys probably a little change of pace there. Um, when you were thinking of ways that this game could go, when you were thinking about the ways that, that Mike could perform, kind of like Kost said, did you ever imagine hearing his name chanted by the, the third, fourth quarter? Um, one thing I've learned about Jets fans is they're extremely passionate, and uh, and if you're winning, you're a winner, and if you're losing, you're a loser. And Mike is uh, Mike put out a winning performance, and the and the crowd let him know it. So I, I think it's cool. Can, can you, uh, as as Mike Lafleur is putting the plan together, uh, kind of coming out passing as you did, the short passes, getting Mike into a rhythm. Did you, you know, he's got a lot of heat for the way, you know, his scripted plays have been going for the last five, six weeks here. Um, did you just have a sense when you saw the plan that this was something you liked? And, and can you can you speak about the game he called? Yeah, no, absolutely. There's, so 
I know a lot of those plays early uh, went underneath, but those those were design shots. And uh, they're deep credit Cincinnati. They took away the shots early. Uh, uh, the entire offense. Mike Lafleur wanted to be aggressive today, and uh, and but Mike Mike White was was really good and just taking what the defense gave, and the defense gave space underneath, and he gave it to his playmakers, and they went and made made plays. But the reality is, it, it will never change in football. If the play works, you're a genius. If it doesn't, you're an idiot. And uh, uh, but I, I feel like Mike's been doing a really nice job, and and Mike White, you know, he, Mike White was awesome today. So. Upstairs. No, Mike. Didn't, Mike White didn't need a uh, a guy talking to him down down on the uh, on the bench. He he just felt like it'd be a good time to go up, call it from upstairs, and uh, uh, felt like just Mike White just be on the bench and and you know with Cav and and Calabrese and just call it. So. Regards though, is he probably gonna stay up there? Who had the decision, Robert, um, to take the ball to open the game? Uh, you know what? There's a couple things. One change up, but. Uh, I, I won't go into the whole decision, but um, you know, I, I was deferring all the way up until warm-ups, and uh, it just felt like it'd be good to get him the ball early, uh, just get the jitterbugs out of his uh, out of his stomach. But uh, uh, and, and it worked out. So. Do you expect him to start Thursday? Yeah, he's starting Thursday. <laughs> was there any lobbying by anybody to particular you know, Mike or anybody to, to take the ball first? No, no. Or was right. that all your decision? Yeah, just a random decision. Robert, what was? Your defensive game plan against that explosive, you know, Bengals offense, and how did you think it, it played out? Uh, Brick was awesome. Again, the the whole the whole team uh, defensively, I thought the plan was awesome in the sense that we wanted to keep it in front. I, we we let one behind us uh, there in the second half on a uh, you know a good play design, but we just got to play it. We obviously got to play it better. But um, but I thought the guys did an unbelievable job executing, especially in that first half. You know, we we turned the ball over three times. We get some short fields. Uh, defense was was. Uh, we always talk about give us a blade of grass and we'll protect it. And uh, you know it, it showed up, and even in the second half, finally got the interception bug off right back. And uh, all it takes is one. I don't care how you get it, but um, you know got the got the turnover at the at the perfect time and uh, battled their butts off, didn't flinch, and uh, and and then we were able to finish it in four minutes. Robert, over the years in, in different sports, we've seen athletes sometimes come out of nowhere and, and put on great performances and never look back. If Mike plays at a high level, is it possible that he could be a quarterback here long term? We'll go day to day, but anything's possible, right? Anything's possible. So it's it goes back to that whole theory of the difference between player A and player Z is an opportunity and reps. That's what this league is. That's professional sports. That's why they come out of nowhere. They someone gets an opportunity, and what Mike does with his opportunity is. He's got the world in front of him. He's just got to take advantage of it. Was there a particular moment in the game or play where it really jumped out at you about what Mike did? Maybe a situational thing that first round uh, came out comfortable, poised, and uh, uh, drove the ball right down the field, scored that touchdown. I was like, "All right, let's get this dude the ball. Let's see what happens." And uh, and I know we had some some mishaps there in that first half where we could have been even more explosive with, with, as it pertains to points. But to be down three at halftime, despite three turnovers, to show the grit and the grind that that this group was uh, fighting through. To be down 11, I think it was. Am I right? 11 points, whatever it was. Uh, to come back from that, um, just a, a gritty group, and it was awesome to see. What did that, that that goal line stand early? I know it was early, but what kind of a statement did that make for your, you know, for Jeff's group, and, and just as the game went forward? No, it, it felt like we started fast on both sides of the ball. I know that ended up being, you know, a, a takeaway that uh, 
on a, on a tip ball. But again, credit to the offense to, to give us that inch to protect, to give us that blade of grass to protect. And uh, defense always takes pride, especially ours, in terms of knocking people back at the goal line. And it's not our first goal line stand, won't be our last goal line stand. And uh, so it, it's always a great momentum. Uh, it is a great momentum builder, but at the same time, it's that's something that uh, uh, we expect. Would a performance like this, Robert, uh, make you not want to rush Zach back? Uh, again, we'll go day to day on that one. Were you worried that Mike was going to be injured the rest of the game? Well, I'm worried for Mike, not necessarily just from a game standpoint. I just want to make sure he's okay. That's that's the first thing that goes. Whether he can play or not isn't my concern. For you know, it's uh, it's more for the man so he can be healthy. Uh, full faith in Josh to be able to step in and go play football. And uh, Mike didn't even didn't hesitate with the way he was going to call the game uh, with Josh in there. But uh, but obviously Mike was healthy and, and was able to come back. Robert, um, I'm sure Shaq wasn't the guy you expected to get your first interception of the year. It looked like he read the screen there, kind of knew he wasn't getting blocked. Just how huge a play was that for you guys that, that he made there? Oh, man, I, uh, anytime you get an interception, you know, we've been talking about it for, God, what are we, week, week 30 it feels like. But uh, to, to give our offense a chance on the short field, uh, give him the ball inside the 20, let's see him go score. and. Um, made the play obviously a huge play and then for the offense to go finish it and go score was was obviously huge it was the, the deciding factor what went into um, you guys calling it for the special on the two-point version <laughs> you know uh uh he's been working that one call it a uh, a creative play not a trick play but uh it was uh it was a cool design they've been working on for a couple of weeks and uh, uh obviously we had the two-point conversion earlier and uh, uh to get Crowder back in. I think Crowder missed the first two-point conversion, otherwise he would have called it. Mike, uh, Mike is obviously going to steal the majority of the, the headlines, but two other young kids who seem to have a pretty good performance are Mike Carter and also Elijah Moore. Um, can you just talk a little bit about their games? It seemed like they broke out as well. Yeah, they were awesome. Uh, going to have some things to uh, always grow off of, but again, just getting the ball in their hands and let them go make plays. That's uh, that's the dynamic, that dynamic play uh, playmaking ability that both of them have is give it to them in space and Let's see what happens. And uh, Michael Carter, uh, he's been hard to tackle all season. Um, made some big, big plays uh, to the point where they, you know, I didn't. You know, he was never down, obviously. And then obviously with uh, Elijah, he was uh, he was fantastic too with the ball in his hands and making plays. And obviously in the receiving game, the reverse is all of it. So. Um, Joe Mixon was third in the NFL in rushing, but you guys held the 33 yards. What was the key into that throw? Um, you know, again, the, the D-line, I think the D-line, uh, the entire defense took, took it personal, right? Uh, you always want to take it personal. Last, last week was not indicative of, of who we are as a defense. And, uh, and I think it was important for those guys to just get back to Sunday to go play ball against a, a, te- a, a playoff caliber football team. And, and, um, and, you know, we're capable of doing this stuff. I mean, we, Tennessee wasn't a fluke. This was not a fluke. We got a good football team. It's... This youth has uh, got to find its consistency, which I think we're, we're again, a, a big, big step in the right direction. And we got short week this week against a really good Indianapolis team, and we'll see if we can stack it up and do it again. Thanks for listening to Jets' fifth quarter coverage. For more locker room reaction, subscribe to the 98.7 ESPN New York Jets podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And keep listening to the home of Jets football, 98.7 ESPN.